there's chemistry here. Oh, <laughs> oh hey. I could be butt naked in front of like 500 people and I would be completely fine. I do wear really sexy lingerie all the time. Mm. There's always like ASMR and masturbation and nudity included though. I have a reputation of being very explorative, very free and very slutty. I love being yeah. slutty. One of my taglines is the sexquisite powerhouse. Mm -hmm. My tongue is a finger. I can do things with my tongue that I can do with my fingers. From the Naked News Studios in Toronto, Canada, you're listening to Talk Naked. And it said, never show up to a Zoom meeting from your bedroom, and here I am. Well, this isn't a regular Zoom meeting, right? We're naked for this one. It's hard to believe that in today's world of diverse and complex preferences in our sexual orientation, we still see a divide between the skinny girls and the curvy girls. Self-proclaimed BBW adult performer Romy Chase took to the industry newswire to declare her upset with the Instagram platform and their censoring of plus-sized bodies. With no clear community guidelines ever presented to the users of the platform to explicitly outline what is and isn't acceptable content, Romy argues that the female body of plus-sized models has been more heavily policed than any other demographic. Have a listen to her sensational fight to end the restriction of any woman's body. And remember folks, I did this talk naked. Welcome to the Schmooze, everyone. I'm Laura Desiree, and today I'm chatting with an individual whose recent news media made adult headlines. The incredible, the outspoken Romy Chase. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. It's it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> now, Romy, before we get into the specifics of the news article in mention, could you give us a little background on your career in porn? Sure. Um, so... I don't know if y'all know, but I'm from originally from Poland. Um, I moved to the United States like three years ago. Um, I have a master's degree in linguistics. Uh, so back in Poland, I was actually a teacher, an English teacher, right? <laughs> so completely vanilla job. And um, I was a sworn translator as well. So when I moved to America, I was like, okay, my degrees are kind of worthless at this point because like there's not much money in teaching in America. And I was like, oh, what can I do, you know? And, 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 you know, as I arrived in the South, I realized that all these thick women are getting a lot of attention. And I'm thick, I'm curvy and busty. I have a whole lot of ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was like, okay, I'm getting a lot of attention too. And I've always been a very sexually open person. I, I love to experiment. So I was like, you know what, why not? Um, I did some research, you know, I hopped on the Model Mayhem, got some offers for photo shoots, video shoots, all kind of stuff. And then, um, yeah, I just started in modeling. And then shortly after, I was like, okay, I need to do my own thing because I'm not made for nine to five. I don't like it. I need to be my own boss. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I just, you know, I, I got into like uh, independent content creation. Right. Yeah, that's how it started. Wow. So how many years have you been making content now? Uh, I started um, in January 2019, so it's only been like a year and a half. 
basically. <laughs> you have this like legacy vibe about you. I'm, I'm certain you have an incredible future ahead. I mean, you could also be a spy one day with all of your language abilities <laughs> if you wanted. So Romy, we're gonna talk about your relationship with social media today. What would you say the value is of social media for an adult star like yourself? I mean, I can't stress this enough. It's incredibly important, um, especially for an independent content creator like me, where I, you know, I don't shoot porn for major companies. That's just the choice of my preference. And, you know, I have to drive my own traffic to my own subscription sites. And mm -hmm. I can't really think of a better way to do it than through social media. Yeah. Um, we, we, us creators, we use uh, social media kind of like our resume. So I try to put out quality content, try mm -hmm. to get people's attention because what they see on my page, um, that's what you know helps them determine whether they like me, whether they like me enough to spend money on me. So mm -hmm. it's incredibly important. I'd say like 90% of my traffic comes from social media. No kidding. So, yes, incredibly important. <laughs> yeah, it's like a nonstop billboard and you're responsible for all the advertising along with, you know, capturing new followers. You have a very impressive following. How did you build this, especially on Instagram? It's incredible your following. How was that journey? Okay, so not everyone knows, but I'm actually big on research. I don't get into anything until I have researched everything. Okay, so when I got on Instagram, I had been studying Instagram for like a year mm -hmm. before, watching other performers, watching, uh, you know, like important people in the industry, other creators, trying to find people to mimic, trying to find people that inspire me, trying to see what they're up to, what they're doing, how they run their pages, what's, what's you know, trying to like catch their techniques and mm -hmm. what kind of tips and tricks they're using to grow their following. So I did that. And when I hopped on Instagram, I was already, you know, prepared for a blow up, basically. I, I planned my own blow up. <laughs> you wow. can that. Yeah. But obviously, you know, there's a little bit of luck in there because, you know, we can't predict everything. But mm -hmm. yes, I was totally prepared for that. And um, yeah, like I said, when I got on Instagram, I was ready. Although, you know, some of the things you can't predict, so you, some of the things you just learn in the process, you know, because you, you honestly can't learn everything from observation. You got to learn through experiences, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, I'm on just, you know, watching others, trying to research the app itself, research the algorithm, the, the posting time, you know, when my people are online, yeah, what they like, trying to put out content that's actually um, gonna make it on the explore page rather than just get a, a ton of likes, you know? Wow. So, yeah, it, there's so much to it. Like that. it. It's, yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's definitely a, a job. <laughs> just social media itself is a job. Well, how many, how many hours a day are you on your phone? Would you say tending to social media? <laughs> okay. So I would say I'm about, I'm on Instagram and Twitter probably like six hours a day. <sighs> And it's a full job. It's a full job. It absolutely is. And obviously, you know, I, I divide my attention between other things. Mm -hmm. But like when you post, I try to, like right after I post, I need to be online for like the next two hours because I reply to all comments. Right. So, uh, yeah, because like the more interaction the post gets, 
the more you're being shown. So I try to reply comments, try to, you know, interact with my audience. So yeah, I spent a lot of time on social media, you know, posting, making sure I'm consistent, making sure I'm always at the top of the list. Yeah. So that you open your Instagram, you see Romy Chase right there, you know? Well, that's the key to your success right there. And obviously being any kind of a sexually proud or confident woman on these platforms today is such a dangerous game. How do you understand the algorithms that are in place that police things like nudity or sexually explicit content? Right. Well, I, I could talk about this. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, okay. So first of all, um, the algorithm is extremely flawed. Um, they are. It's very safe to say that they're biased, they're racist, fat phobic, sexist, homophobic. I, I don't know if it's the company itself or the workers or the algorithm is made that way. I don't know what it is, but I see that they are treating people, larger women like me, busty, and, you know, um, they're definitely treating us unfairly. So what happens is they, um, they remove content that, according to their guidelines, should not have been removed. Mm-hmm. For example, if I'm... If I post a picture like this right now, I can't guarantee you this won't get deleted for sexual activity or nudity. Um, And there's absolutely no pattern to it. Me and other performers, I've spoken to hundreds of women because once I put out the press statement Mm -hmm. about this issue, I started getting like a lot of women reaching out to me, you know, about their problems, sending me screenshots of all kinds of stuff getting removed. And yes, I definitely see the pattern. It's it's mostly curvy, busty women women of a whole lot of ass that's having more issues. Slimmer women can get away with posting more promiscuous content in in less clothes, Mm. you know what I mean? So I've definitely heard a lot of complaints and it's it's absolutely horrible because, so what they do when they remove your post, they apply a vicious ban on your account that among other things, cut your reach in half. So let's say my post gets 300,000, reaches 300,000 people. Under a ban, I only reach 100,000 people, wow, which means typically my dollars are cut in half as well. Yes, yeah. So that's, that's one thing. Second thing, I haven't been able to go live for like eight, nine months now. Wow, on right. Instagram. On Instagram, because they, they just ban me from going live because every time your post gets removed, they add a month onto your live ban mm-hmm. and live is a, a you know live feature is a wonderful way to drive traffic to your website you know mm-hmm. and see you live interact with you talk to you they you know then right there and then they decide whether you like you enough to you know subscribe i don't get the opportunity <laughs> yeah when when did you first start noticing that all of these restrictions and all of this uh uh i guess policing was being targeted specifically to you like how many months ago are we talking Okay, so uh, the first time I think I ever got anything removed was when I reached like 50,000 fans or something like oh, that. Wow. Because like the more your page grows, the more people get on it and they see, you know, that some people don't want to see you su- succeed, so they'll report you. But back then it was completely normal because, you know, there's, like I said, there's going to be people who get on there and they don't like you. They're going to report something. They're going to mash the report button until it's taken down. That's fine. 
So that was going on, you know, every other month I had something removed. It was okay. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a big deal. But the problem started when I really realized that it's actually the app. It's like the company itself that's to blame for this, not the reports from people that, you know, might have a problem with me. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's actually the company because what you notice is a post being taken down within seconds of posting. There's no possibility that a person could have seen it and reported it and been taken down in, within seconds. So that's the company. And I noticed that for the first time about nine months ago. That's when I realized and I started paying attention to what's going on, started paying attention to what other people post, you know, noticing things like, hey, she can post this, but I can't. Right. She's slimmer. She can get away with that, but I can't. You know, like I take a little more frame in a photo. So when I post a picture like this with the cleavage in it, the the algorithm, the robot, because Instagram uses technology to re mm. reports, they will flag this for nudity because there's a little more skin. Wow. So the, it's this sophisticated that they're able to identify that there is more skin being shown. I, I, I mean, honestly, I can't tell you 100% how it works. Yeah. But I've noticed a, a pattern, you know, that when my boobs are closer to the camera, that's more likely to get removed, whether it's clothed or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've had fully clothed fashion pictures taken down. And I know some people think like, oh, she's probably exaggerating because, you know, they think adult performers, we all try to push the limits, push the boundaries mm -hmm. and post all kind of stuff. But like, I don't do that. Like if you go to my Instagram right now, it's strictly a fashion page. Right. Right. And there's there's new new regulations coming in in December, I believe. I'm not sure when this is going to air, but uh, a lot of us aren't going to survive it. You know what I mean? There's this actually hilarious because I just literally saw Instagram put out a statement uh, about their new some kind of new rules. Uh, and mm. they, they try to reassure us that mm -hmm. they, the standards apply to everyone across the board. And that the amount of time the post is reported has nothing to do with whether they're it's going to be taken down or not. And that's just such utter bullshit. Well, yeah, this morning I saw Jennifer Lopez post a half, you know, completely ass crack revealing photo, which, yeah, it's beautiful. It's promotion for her new album or whatever. But that's going to live. That will live through all of these new guideline changes. It's such utter bullshit. I couldn't believe what I was reading. I was like, oh, my God, like they just... They're, they don't care. Yeah. They're saying anything, you know? Have you, have you, oh, please go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to add, like, the, the biggest problem I have with this, that the rules are not concise. They're not clear. They're not, I don't know what to follow. Mm -hmm. I, 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 like I said, I like to do research. I've read every single guideline. And according to their guidelines, everything should be fine. But it's not. And so I, for example, I'm losing like tens of thousands of dollars in like every few months because I have to decline offers from companies, for example, lingerie companies mm -hmm. that want to pay me to post their lingerie, to, uh, you know, model their lingerie. And I have to say no, because yeah. I don't know whether Instagram is going to let me post it. Mm -hmm. You know, if I post a lingerie picture, it might stay up, might not. I can't right. guarantee it could cost you your account. You know, you don't know. It could be the one that gets you banned. That's another thing. And I can't even guarantee the company that I can deliver what they expect of me, what I got paid for. You understand? And 
other than that, high-risk posts, such as lingerie, which on my page is high-risk stuff, I would have to charge like triple, quadruple, five times the price because it's yeah. so risky for me, you know, that it's not worth it. I just, I constantly have to turn down companies. Have you, have you gotten in touch have you gotten in touch with Instagram, especially since this has now been taken to the press? I, I you best believe I tried. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> I've reached out to them hundreds of times. There's no re response. That's that's a, a big problem. There's no customer support to reach out to. Mm -hmm. and, you know, technically there's technically there's you know a way to email them, but I really don't believe anybody's actually looking at it. No. I have never gotten a reply. Nobody has ever issued me a ticket, you know, that my case is open, anything like that. None of that has ever happened. And, you know, even if you, like, report something, try to re – some, some yeah. reports just hover in review status for months. For example, yeah. I have tons of fake accounts. People create fake pages of me and they try to scam others for money. And I try to report them. And – Here's a, a fantastic example of how Instagram works. Let's mm -hmm. say I report five fakes of me. Two of them will be taken down. The other three, they'll tell me, okay, they don't violate any rules, so we're not going to remove them. But they all, all these accounts are using my photos, yeah, writing my followers, so it's the exact same situation. And two of them will be taken down. The other three will stay up. There's nothing that can be done. Nobody no. to talk to. Nobody help your cause. It's absolutely important. It's very frustrating. If you had the chance to make a statement directly to these heads of Instagram, do you, do you have a concise statement that uh, you'd like to share? I would just like to, because I, I've, I've gotten a lot of messages since I started, you know, going public about this issue. And a lot of people are confusing this with me trying to turn Instagram into an adult-friendly platform. That is not what I'm trying to do at all. I could care less if you're adult friendly. I will adjust to whatever rules you got. I just want the rules to be clear, mm -hmm. precise, and to apply to everyone across the board because I'm not in a position to dictate companies' rules. I don't I don't even want that. I work with whatever you give me. Just, you know, us we're drawn to rules. We like rules. Humans, period. They like rules. So I wanna see, hey, if I post this, this is gonna be safe. But post this, this is not safe. I can't just go through this and every single day go through like anxiety period mm -hmm. because I don't know if my post is gonna stay up. It, it's absolutely hard. And that is the only thing that I am trying to fight for. The concise mm -hmm. rules, clear rules. So we can all look at the guidelines, we can follow it and adhere to it. You know, I, I don't want to see all this bias. I don't, because it's absolutely wrong. It's 2020. How are you yeah. biased against curvy models? Right. How are you biased against It'll be very interesting to see how uh, the developments with these guidelines, these restrictions develop and what the response is to, you know, all of the people that are interacting with this platform. We're going to see a change in trends like crazy, whether it's people leaving the platform, whether it's people, you know, uh, engaging less, there's going to be a consequence here. Romy, I can't thank you enough for chatting with us today and letting us in on this mission that you are so devoted to and we're thrilled to be a part of it with you on this because you're, like I said, so inspiring. How can people get in touch with you and learn more? 
Um, the best way to contact me is through my website. It's romichase.com. Or you can use the email, just romichase um, at gmail.com. If you can't get through on there, the best way is my OnlyFans. I'm active on there daily. And it. some people think, oh, my God, it's just for porn. It absolutely isn't. <laughs> Anybody can subscribe. Anybody can chat with me about anything they want. So, yeah, I encourage everybody to check out my OnlyFans. Uh, you can find a link to it on my website, romichase.com. I have all my verified links on there, so it's easy to find. So, yeah, check out my website, romichase.com. Check out my Instagram, at romi underscore chase. And, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. I know that everyone is doing it right now. Romy, thank you so, so much for taking time to chat today. I hope all of you at home enjoyed today's discussion and keep in touch with beautiful Romy Chase. Once again, this has been The Virtual Schmooze and I'm Laura Desiree. We'll see you next time. Make sure to follow up with Romy for yourselves. And to never miss an episode of Talk Naked, subscribe to the channel. We'll catch you next time.